So I wanted to continue this morning, during this month of October, to highlight our Blessed Mother a little bit, because it is traditionally dedicated to the Rosary in a particular way, and Monday was Our Lady of the Rosary, or Our Lady of Victory, as she used to be called. And I think the Lord also said so much without saying anything at all, or without saying anything specifically or explicitly. But if you think about it, when he looked at Mary from the cross and he said, Woman, behold your son. And then he said to John, Behold your mother. What was he saying there? He was saying, John, I want you to be loved by my mother. When I have nothing left to give, I'm giving you a relationship with my mother. I want you to be loved by my mother. And I want you to love her in return. I want you to honor her and to respect her and to care for her. And John did just that, but John also received so much from Mary. And I think God wants all of you, his daughters, his sisters, to also be loved by Mary. And she can teach us so much. She is the woman of faith par excellence because her life was just one mystery after another, if you think about it. And by praying the rosary, you stay in touch with those mysteries. And it's not that we can't understand a mystery, but a mystery invites us to live it to participate in it, not to understand it, not to analyze it, but to live it. And so by praying the rosary, we are reminded of these mysteries and we are accepting, so to speak, God's invitation to live that mystery of God's life or of Mary's life. Because as Christians, as members of Christ's mystical body, we are all called to live out in our own lives all of the things that Jesus and Mary lived in their lives. Maybe you've never thought of it that way. But on some level, in some way, we are all called to following the footsteps of Christ and Mary to go where they went, to live like they lived. And it was mysterious. It was not easy. It was not always comprehensible. And to live by faith, I think, implies that sometimes... We have to stare improbability and incomprehension in the face and say, I don't know. I don't understand. But guess what? I'm going forward. 
I'm going to press into it. I'm going to lean into it with faith. I don't think there's any other way. There's no way around that. As Christians, we have to lean into the mystery. We have to press into it and just experience it for ourselves. God wants you to experience it for yourself. And I think sometimes we can get trapped in the trials and tribulations, right? We can get trapped in the trials and the tribulations. And we, we get stuck. But we forget that we're called to walk with the Lord. We forget that he wants us to be transformed. And we forget at the same time that he wants us to share in his power and in his victory. He wants us to be joyful missionary disciples, which sometimes implies being very sad. Because there's a lot of sad things out there in the world. And we all have sad things that happen to us. Be it illness, be it death of a loved one. Be it betrayal, denial, infidelity, you name it. There's a lot of sad things out there. But what the Lord wants us to know and to experience is that those things don't define us. Those things don't define you. But he defines you. His unconditional love, his unfailing love, his furious love. That's the, the word that came to me last night. Some of us were at a, a Bethel music concert. And, you know, they played reckless love, the reckless love of God, but the, the furious love of God. It's just undying. It's tenacious. It's faithful. It's powerful. You know, God wants us to experience that, how he has come after us. I don't know if any of you have ever read the, the poem, The Hound of Heaven, but God just comes after us like the good shepherd and he leaves the 99 in search of the one until he finds her. And then he picks her up and he brings her back. I don't know if you've ever heard this. I mean, sometimes God has to teach us lessons too. Do you know what a shepherd does sometimes when he finds that lost sheep? He breaks its leg. Did you ever hear that? It's true. Sometimes, I mean, real shepherds, when they find that stray sheep, they pick it up and they literally break its leg right there to teach it a lesson. It's a hard lesson, right? But that's what a good shepherd has to do for the sake of the sheep. You could have been killed. You've gone off on your own. You could have been killed. You could have been lost forever. I never want this to happen again. And so to teach you a lesson, so it just breaks one of its legs, so it can still hobble on the three. But as the one heals, 
it is necessarily very dependent on the good shepherd. Very dependent. In fact, probably needs to be carried a lot. Think about that. You know, I know God has broken my leg before. <laughs> Shoot. You know, that's not a pleasant experience. It's not pleasant. And he knows it's not pleasant. I mean, come on, he's God, right? But he also knows what he has in store for us. And again, that takes faith, right? To believe that God has something so great in store for me, even when I can't see it. Again, faith. I believe that God has great things in store for me. I believe that God has great things in store for all of you. It's Father Jason speaking, but I speak on behalf of God here this morning. You know, God has great things in store for all of you. I think Mary has great things in store for all of us as well. I think Mary is raising up her army today. Because I think God has great things in store for his church. And he sent his mother 102 years ago to remind us of God's goodness and his plans. And she said, you know, if you keep going astray, it's going to be tough. It's going to hurt. But Our Lady of Fatima warned us. Like a good mother, she warned her children. And unfortunately, you know, humanity was rather rebellious and stubborn, hard-hearted. And so now we find ourselves here in 2019 in a very precarious situation. All right, that's not news to anybody. However, Mary promised us that in the end, her immaculate heart would triumph. And she chose three kids, three shepherd children, to help her announce this plan to the world. They weren't very educated. They didn't have a whole lot of material goods. But they did have faith. They had faith. And as it said in the gospel on Sunday, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and cast into the sea. So I think the Lord today wants to give all of you a, a fresh outpouring of faith, of this living, active, luminous faith in his furious love for all of you and for his church, for your families, for your children, for your spouses, for your neighbor. And Mary is calling you to be active in her army. It's an army of faith. It's an army of hope. It's an army, above all, of love. To be apostles of love. And love conquers all things. Love endures, as St. Paul says. 
Love never fails. So let us pray this morning to Our Lady to give us this faith, to increase our faith, and to help us have this indomitable hope in God's plan for each and every one of us, for his church, and that he calls us to participate actively, faithfully, in this great plan. Jesus, we thank you once again for being here. Please increase our faith. We open up our hearts and our minds to you to be filled. Lord, help us to know that you have great plans for each and every one of us, that you want to transform us from the inside out. Please change our hearts. Please renew our minds Strengthen our wills to choose to believe in you, in your goodness, and in the value that each and every one of us has. Help us, Lord, to see and love in ourselves and each and in each other what you see and love in us. Help us to see and love in ourselves and in each other what you see and love in us. And help us to respond. Help us to respond, Lord, to your call. According to your will, the will of our Father. Amen.